Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken, and say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. Uh, we got a real corker for you this week. I'm back. We uh, actually did break open some wine while we were watching this episode. <laughs> so it actually so was a corker. It was a corker, yeah. It's the first time I that it's actually worked. Didn't finish the wine, so I corked it back up. So it was uh, a legit corker. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. You can't uh, say anything this time, can you, CJ? <laughs> no, I guess this is the first episode where that actually applies, and yeah, it's factual. Except for all of the other ones where I've said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, so, yeah. how was? Did you have a good week, Siege? I did. I had a, a great night last night. Saw some good bands. Oh. oh. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, I saw some buds. Some buds of mine. I'm calling them my friends because I hope that they consider me their friends. Did you drink any uh, beers? I did. I had so plenty was, of beers. Would you say it was buds and suds? Oh, boy. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. You can. I will. I won't. Uh, it's this band, Pew Pew Pew, like gunshots. Pew Pew Pew. Pew Pew Pew. P-K-E-W. I like it. They're uh, this Canadian punk band. They're amazing. Uh, they've come to Chicago a couple times. I love them. Uh, we've become friends with them just by uh, bothering them and buying them Malort shots. Uh, ew. Buying them Malort shots. That's, Do you not like them? That or? was going to be my follow-up question was if you had had it or not. Yes. You purchased me my you? one and only oh, really? Malort shot on my birthday a couple years ago. Um, You're welcome. For the listeners who are not familiar with Malort or don't live in Chicago... Um, yeah, why it is such a Chicago staple for some reason? Yeah, well, it's it's a very yeah, it's a very local mm-hmm. phenomenon. The uh, if, if you, you can call it that, oh, it's for sure a phenomenon. Uh, the drink special, the Chicago handshake, is a uh, tall boy. Well, usually a tall boy of old style and a shot of Malort. Oh, God, nice boiler maker to get you going. For the listeners, if you haven't had Malort, it is. Uh, have you ever puked a little bit in your mouth? And then swallowed it back down. I, I like to say it tastes like burnt perfume. Yeah. I, I've, I always say embalming fluid. That's good too. Um, and it just stays with you. You yeah. like take the shot and then even if you try and like chase it with beer, it still stays on your tongue for like five minutes afterwards. It's so bad. And the taste just lingers. Be, like really bad for you too. There's got to be some sort of chemical in that, right? Like, I don't know. It's not alcohol. It's what is like, it? A liqueur? Like shoe polish. I don't, or, I don't know why I'm asking you. But anyway, so they've, uh, the first time, I think it was the first time, they were in town. We were talking to them before the show. Yeah. Um, And uh, buddies of ours, we we bothered them. And uh, they had said, they made the mistake of saying that I think they had, some of the band members had never had it before because they're from Canada. And, or like some of them had only had it once. So of course... Uh, we bought them a round of shots. My and I, by we, I mean a friend of mine bought them shots, and I partook in it. Um, so the first time they actually, when they got on stage, uh, gave us a shout out and called us the Malort Boys <laughs> while they're on stage. Nice. And then, uh, or th- this was midway through their set. Somebody else bought them a round of Malort shots mid set, and then that's when they were like, "This one's for the Malort, the Malort Boys," and like pointed at us and like cheers and. <laughs> And took the shot. And then uh, the bassist, uh, his name is Emmett, uh, even said after he took the shot in the microphone while on stage was like, uh, as CJ put it, it tastes like burnt perfume. (laughs) And like gave me a a shout out while there. And then so, of course, next time they were in town, we did the same thing. But they remembered us. They're like, Mm. uh, I went up to Emmett again and was like about to say, hey, I don't know if you remember us. And I got to basically like 
hey, I don't... He was like, oh, what's up, guys? Nice. <laughs> and then, so last night we saw him again, uh, front row center. And before, while they were warming up, they like pointed and like waved at us. And, and then we're like, hey, it's the Malort brothers. <laughs> so, oh, we, got so we got upgraded from ah. the Malort boys to the Malort brothers. So it was a fantastic time. I was talking to him uh, after the show and stuff. Super nice guys. Amazing band. Everyone should go check them out. And I'll actually get to see them soon again. They'll be back in town. Nice. Well, you should uh, have them on the podcast. That would be amazing if that happened. PPP, if you're listening, (laughs) we know you are. (laughs) uh, Come on the podcast. That that would talk about a favorite movie or TV show. Yeah. One of the dudes was even like, uh, the guitarist was talking about uh, their next album and was like flipping through his phone and being like, do you think this is a good album artwork? And it's just some like shirtless dude standing on a porch. It's like, yes, absolutely. (laughs) So it's cool. Nicest dudes, amazing band. Go check them out. So it was a great night. Nice. It sounds like a great uh, Buds and Suds night. Yes, it was. It was in fact, no, I'm not going to say it. I won't give you the satisfaction. You already agreed. Well, we got a great episode coming up. Uh, we watched a movie that we'll talk about. And if you don't know what it is, look at the freaking the title, title of the episode. That dummy. you're listening to. God. Uh, don't call our listeners dummies. What? They didn't say the title. What am I supposed to say? All that and more coming up on this week's Over Talking Podcast. Buttercup was raised on a small farm in the country of Florin. Our favorite pastimes were riding a horse and tormenting the farm boy that worked there. His name was Wesley, but she never called him that. Isn't that a wonderful beginning? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> is he sarcastic? <laughs> I think he is being a little bit of a dick there. Welcome back! Hey! Uh, today we watch Princess Bride! And we are joined by a brand new guest. And, Avid listener. Yeah. Jen. Number Jen, one welcome fan. to the studio. Thanks, guys. Pleasure to be here with Ken and the King of Malort. <laughs> I would not call myself We're the King of Malort. Worthy. I just get roped into it. I do not. King <laughs> of Malort. I think he's a self proclaimed King of Malort. I don't so initiate any of it. Listeners, we'll just hashtag King of Malort. We'll, uh, I, we'll change the logo and it's going to be over talking with Ken and the King Malort. <laughs> No, trust me, the people that, the, the one that instigated that, those guys are the kings of Malort. I'm trying to get you a sponsor. No, <laughs> I, that would be bad. These episodes would be terrible if I were forced to drink that during every episode. Or, great. <laughs> I'm excited. I think this is going to be a new segment, CJ Drinks Malort and Ken watches. <laughs> Ken's not included. I just want to put that stipulation in. Just watch the Malort reaction. Yeah. And That's then, like a thing on the internet. It's just like people <laughs> seeing people's reactions to taking Malort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we watched Princess Bride. I don't want to... I, I already want to comment on how I feel about the movie, but I'll save that for later. Jen, you chose this movie. Tell us a little about it. Why? Why did I choose it? Why, yeah. Why this movie? Um... This is my all-time favorite movie, and I just feel like I've been, like, it's, like, my duty to make sure that every other millennial has seen it, because I think it's that good. It's a cult classic. It's your mission. It's my mission. Your and mission I, in life. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the good mission word. from Gad. Mission from Gad. Yeah. Different movie. <laughs> uh, you, when was the last time you've seen this? Um... Well, you know, about like 10 minutes ago. And then before well, yeah, that, before, probably, <laughs> before, probably about uh, like a month or two ago. Um, but yeah, it's my favorite. I 
saw this movie when I was really young. I mm-hmm. guess I could tell you guys how I first saw it. Yes, please yeah. do. All right. Well, cool. Jen, when she was really young, went to theater camp. How young? Yes. Yes. How I was, young? <laughs> I was really cool. Yeah, I was probably... How young? How young? I was like 12, 12, 13. Okay, I'm satisfied. Please move on. <laughs> what theater camp? It was last year. Uh, where was the theater the camp? The theater camp was in the suburbs. I don't know. Am I not supposed to reveal where you I'm can. from? Because I don't want all the fans to Do it. You know, bombard the childhood residence. Okay, you don't have to. I, I won't. <laughs> Who else went with you? I feel you? like I'm put in an awkward situation. Uh, yeah, so it was me and a bunch of other young, cool thespians. Mm. And, I was going to uh, say theater nerds, but that works too. Thespians, oh, because sorry. we're professional like here. Thing. Are we? It's not. Anyways, oh. so... <laughs> so... <laughs> I like. I feel like you guys didn't go to camp. Did you guys go to camp? Nope. No. I Ten. went to day camp. Not as cool as theater in camp. the summer. Where uh, you just went to school? No, I went to a park. And yeah, then, the park district. Yeah, like it was a park district day camp. We had something like that for our my elementary school, but I did not attend that. Well, good my story. <laughs> feel good story. Moving on. Well, okay. So, like at camp, there you know you've got a lot of counselors, and there's always that one really cool counselor. Right, just a piece. The cool, and yes. Say yes. Yep. Yes, yeah. the cool counselor. The cool kid that like never grew up. He's yeah. still just one well, of the guys. Yeah, one of the guys, and his name was Carl. He was cool counselor Carl, and uh, we usually no. Keep going. Okay. Cool counselor Carl, and we usually would eat lunch outside. But if it rained, we would eat inside. And one day it rained, and they were like, "Oh, we'll put on a movie, uh, a VHS to be exact." And it was The Princess Bride, and it was just the best wow. and i've been infatuated ever since obviously left a lasting impression on you long last night. triple c sounds amazing <laughs> cool counselor carl i don't triple think he's c. like a superhero mm-hmm. is he was he jen I'm, he was he was a superhero, superhero to me in your yeah. heart he was a superhero of the thespians you know he's that's fair you okay. know and so how many times do you think you've seen the movie since then uh too many to count yeah yeah yeah, I love it. We so. briefly discussed uh, beforehand, you watch this still pretty frequently. Yeah, and I feel really good about that. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. No, no judgment here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think like everyone has that like one like pick-me-up movie or TV show, and this is that for me, because I feel like you could have like the saddest, crappiest day, but you put on this movie, and like it makes you laugh, and it's just, just, I love yeah. it. Wesley just takes the pain away. He does. Just Staring so dash- into his dreamy eyes. He's just eyes. so dashing, and you know. He really is. What do they call his eyes? They're they're bluest of the ocean, or something. Yeah. Was that a line in the movie? Yeah, the, oh, I totally missed that. The, it sounds the like Princess Bride says that. Sounds like something they would say. That's actually yeah. what she's credited. Her character is, is the, the Princess, Princess Bride, not Princess not, Buttercup, not Buttercup, the Princess Bride. Oh. So, Jen, why don't why don't you uh, for the listeners who unfortunately have not seen this movie, why don't you give us a quick uh, synopsis? But no spoilers. No spoilers. All There's right. going to be spoilers. <laughs> We're going to talk about yeah. the movie. Yeah. Well, they're well, actually. We'll try to give you spoiler alerts, listeners. All the spoiler alerts. Uh, there actually is a really great quote in the movie um, from, I think it's Inigo, and he's like trying to explain something, and he goes, let me explain. Spoiler. No, there's too much. Let me sum up. So I will I will sum up. It's just well that, that is it's, great. It's such a great quote. <laughs> that was really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so essentially, the movie uh, revolves around Princess Buttercup, who grows up poor on a farm. A commoner. She's a commoner. Um, So she grows up on this farm, and she has a farm boy. Um, We don't know his name at this point. He is just referred as farm boy because he's like scum. And uh, 
They are infatuated with each other. Um, he does many things for her, such as like farm chores and fetching, fetching like pails of, mm -hmm. I don't know, just like things that are really close to her or whatever. So they fall in love um, and he sets off to get money to pay for their wedding. So he leaves, she's really sad. And then along the way, uh, we find out supposedly he's like captured by a pirate and he dies. And within that time, uh, the prince uh, in the, I don't know, the kingdom that she lives, Humperdinck, uh, finds Humperdinck. her. Or no, Prince Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck finds her uh, and announces that they are going to get married. Um, but she has never lost uh, her love, love for Wesley. and for she farm boy Wesley. For farm boy. And she believes that he's going to come back and find her and they're going to get married. And so the whole movie is like the antics around that um, she's basically dead inside ever since she's dead left because like true love is you know when farmhands do chores for you that's yeah. what true love is so as you wish as right. you wish that's, yeah. a, that's what love is that's what everyone looks for is someone who will wait on them hand and foot uh with very little respect <laughs> you have an interesting take on love Full disclosure, don't get, like, love advice from this movie because it will give you <laughs> yeah. 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 I yes. think I think that's, like, it is, it does a good job of being a classic, like, fairy tale, but in, it, in all the right ways. Yeah. Like, it's not cheesy. Like, they just nail every part of it. Yeah, I think so. And I, like, I kind of like to describe this movie to people who haven't seen it as, like, um, it's, like, the space balls of space. Of fairy tales have you guys seen space balls? oh that's oh, actually yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good description yeah, yeah. Well so like space balls um kind of spoofs on is it star wars or yeah. star trek yeah star wars, oh think. both yeah so it just like that movie like kind of paints caricatures of uh star wars and this does that pretty much for fairy tales yeah it's 10 times better yeah so the movie is the movie is actually, it opens with uh, young Fred Savage uh, being sick from school and his grandpa comes and reads him this book and the book is the movie. Something that I never realized about this movie is that it's really a Christmas movie. If what? you look really closely. Yeah, there's Santas everywhere. There's Santas everywhere and out the window it's snowy and everyone oh, really? has Christmas lights In the kid's up. bedroom? Yeah. I did not pick up on that either. Yeah, it's a classic uh, Christmas story. Also, it takes place in Chicago. That's right. There's Young Cubs Red Fred Sandwiches wearing a Bears jersey. Yeah. And there's a Cubs pennant, you said? Yep. Yeah. They don't mention it at all. There's really no need to. They could have picked... They could have not had any sports memorabilia anywhere. Maybe just because it, it's a kid and that's what kids like. There's a lot of weird, useless details, right? Yeah. Why it is set during Christmas time. I guess because that explains why he's sick, I guess. It's because it's cold. It's cold. It's not how colds work, but sure. You're, more, you're more I can prone tell to that. getting sick in, during the winter. Yeah. But they really system. just use the little boy and the grandfather as a way to like break away yeah. from the fairy tale. Of, of yeah, vehicle. fun you little know? like cutscenes. So, like, you can relate to the little kid. So when like you know there's kissing, he's like, "Ew, yeah. grandpa, yeah. grandpa, make it stop!" And he's like, "I won't." <laughs> <laughs> and then slowly throughout, he's like more and more into yeah. it. And, so. yeah. My favorite character of the whole movie, the grandpa. <laughs> Do tell. He was sassy towards the kid, <laughs> and I liked it. What did he say? Didn't he tell the kid to like shut up in a. He, did, he just like, he just, like threatened think? to stop. He flat he's out like, told the kid to shut up at one point. Oh, yeah. I also think he said, like, like don't lose your shirt or something. Yeah, keep your shirt on. Keep your shirt on. <laughs> Which, like, who. <laughs> it's some small kid. He's just not going to, like, he, because he's upset, he's going to take his shirt off. I don't know. That, that supports my theory 
that the grandpa and the boy are going to fall in love. <laughs> right, yeah. That's what you said the sequel is going to be about? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Teach their own, I guess. No? It's not, not my own. I just think it could happen. So the... Uh, I mean, the... all great movies have really great conspiracy theories. Yes, that's so, true. Yeah. I support that. I'm sure there's some movie. deep yeah. Reddit yeah. thread About supporting this movie. that. Yeah. We're like Ferris Bueller's Day, days, Ferris Bueller's day Off. There's a theory where like Cameron, the character Cameron is actually all in his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like the, the whole movie actually is all like in his head because we open and he's sick. And so people think the whole movie actually just happened in like a fever dream of his. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think so. It's mostly about it, Cameron. I mean, if you think about it. No. All the things are happening Disagree. to Cameron. Nope. Yeah. The movie starts and ends with Ferris Bueller. Uh, we only introduced them to Cameron because he's friends with Ferris Bueller. There's a good solid like 10 minutes in the beginning, more than that, without Cameron. Yeah, but that could be just be part of Cameron's dream. I think you're wrong. So, Jen. <laughs> I can't comment on this because the only movie I watch is The Princess Bride. <laughs> just over and over again. Please tell me you've at least seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Another I have classic. seen it. Okay. I have Chicago seen it. Movie. Yeah, another classic movie. That's true. Uh, so the band of people that are trying to go... So the princess gets kidnapped. What band? The band of people. Oh. Like, you know, mem- just, I don't know. The okay. gaggle of bandits. So we didn't explain that part. So essentially, like, this movie has a thousand different plot lines. And yeah. uh, so this princess, she's soon to be wed. She doesn't love the prince. Um, and one day she's, like, off riding her horse. She ends up in the forest. And there are these three guys um and they start asking her for directions and she's like i don't know i can't help you and they end up killing her and it's revealed that um they want to use her to start a war between the two countries kidnapping her yes they also want to kill her they're going to they're going to yeah that's their spoiler but but it doesn't happen i mean watch the movie do you still call it a (laughs) kidnap when it's an adult (laughs) i mean yes okay Moving on. Adult napped sounds weird. That just sounds like somebody went to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, adult nap. adults. I mean, adults still take naps though. Yeah, I think more so. Not than kids, not than like babies, but yeah, you know. I'm not a good napper. I suck at napping. We've I talked about it. I suck it at sleeping. It freaks me in out. Mm-hmm. Well, I get worried if I take a nap that like I'm gonna sleep for way too long and miss something very important, so it like stresses me out. So uh, well, that's what alarms just, are for. Yeah, you just send alarms. Just, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. So. But see, I do that too. You can't like, adult nap me. Your alarm doesn't work. People out there who are trying to adult nap me can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no one adult nap Jen. Mm. No one adult nap any Anyone? of us. Yeah, please. This is a PSA. Yeah. <laughs> no adult napping. <laughs> Uh, so then the, she gets kidnapped and we see that there's, uh, it's obviously Wesley is trying to rescue her. He finds the bandits that have kidnapped the princess bride and he's, you know, there to rescue her and they go through a bunch of stuff and, uh, and he ends up catching up to them. Um, there's a giant, um, would anybody like a peanut? Yeah. So I love the giant. I'm sure everyone does. I had a very hard time understanding what he was saying for yeah. most yeah. of the movie. There's a lot of parts where, yeah. Well, he's can we clarify like for those who don't know, like this is Andre the Giant? Yeah. Like yeah. he's a Not big just deal. a giant. Not just a right. giant. The right. giant. He's Andre the Giant. Yes. Yes. That's and true. He is really hard to understand. Yeah. And so is Anigo at times. Like there are a lot a of bit. weird yeah. accents. Like talk fast. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to understand. So Anigo Montoya is the Spaniard swordsmith. Is that a word? Swordsmith? Swordsman? Swordsman. Swordsman? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, would swordsmith be somebody who makes swords? Is That's that a correct. thing? Okay. Swordsman. And uh, they're the ones that have kidnapped him with, uh, I forget the actor's name. I'm terrible with actor's names. Uh, but he's basically a different Paul Giamatti. Is how I like to think of <laughs> Inconceivable. Yeah, it's that guy. If the famous line, if any listeners recognize that, he says inconceivable 20 million times <laughs> within uh, being introduced to that character in like 10 minutes. It's, it gets a little annoying after a while. It does it's get funny. Old. They call it out, though, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And he goes, says, uh, what was his line? I don't I, think that you, word. You means... keep saying that word, and I don't think it means what you think it means. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another what I would consider a classic line. And then uh, he catches up to him. The all they know is that Wesley. They refer to him as the Man in Black because he's wearing like this uh, mask. He looks like Zorro, basically. He does look yeah. like Zorro. He is Zorro, yeah. Essentially, he catches up to him, trying to rescue the princess. Other stuff happens. But yeah. really, like the movie is about like the antics of like the supporting cast. So yeah, yes. yeah. That's so right. it's supporting like cast. it's pretty much about like Anigo Montoya trying mm-hmm. to like revenge his father, um, and it, you know it's about uh, Andre the Giant. What's his, his actual name? Is Fezic. Uh, yeah, that to... that I like could barely understand. Yeah, I feel like I only picked that up when I was older and like researched the movie. Yeah, like looked him up on IMDb to yeah. see what the character's All name about actually that was. IMDb life. Yeah, so it's about him like trying to do something good and like being a good friend um and then there's like prince humperdinck who like has his own like evil plots Mm -hmm. and uh it's very very uh little the movie is about buttercup she's kind of just like yeah that's true to drive the movie along if you think about it she doesn't really like have that many lines even no No. in the span of the movie i kept i kept thinking about that not a great female role model or character honestly i mean She's in distress the entire time. Yeah, she's in distress. Even when she could help out the main character when he's being attacked by, at one point he's being attacked by a giant rat. She just, she has a stick. She could easily just like bat this thing away, but she just stands there frightened and like pokes at it gently. That was an interesting uh, technique to poke at it rather than like bash it over the head. Yeah. And like sometimes the camera will cut to her and you'll think she's going to talk and she just like stares blankly. Gives one of those faces. Yeah, she gives like the stink face. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Where they're in this like evil forest and Wesley's like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then she gives a stink face. To yeah. Him. So there are a lot of like strong archetypes of like fairy tales like damsel in distress and, yeah. you know, the prince who comes to the rescue and there's like, you know, the evil villain, the king and... Mm. Um, Great name too, Humperdink. Humperdink, I love Humperdink. it. Pretty spot on evil prince name. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like uh he's like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Yes. I think. That's a good comparison. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of movies take from like this movie. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like Inigo has scars on his face, like Harry Potter. Yeah. That might oh. be a stretch, but like I'm pretty sure Harry Potter oh my got that God. from Princess Bride. JK yeah. Rowling. Definitely saw this movie. And stole from Princess Bride. She yeah. Did. Stole just the scars on the face. If you watch this movie close enough, there are moments where he uses magic. <laughs> now, I know a lot of people don't catch it, but... Inigo? Yeah, Inigo. When he's, when he's uh, fighting the person who killed his father. The six-fingered man? Yes. Uh, you'll notice that he is floating. Uh <laughs> And that his sword. I must have missed that part. He Here. uses his sword in an interesting way. He waves it around almost as if you would a 
magic wand. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a very astute assumption, Jen. Well, do you uh, think that the movie Scarface stole their idea oh. from... <laughs> no? You're shaking yeah, your no, head. No, I mean, yes. Absolutely. The, the movie that predates this Probably movie. Probably came out before that one? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You never well, know. It's it's funny because in this movie they sniff a powdery something substance and in Scarface <laughs> uh, it's Iocane sniff, powder. Let's that's get it right. I would it's say Iocane poison. powder. Yes. yes. It's odorless poison. You could call large quantities of cocaine poison as well. Uh like Fair in Scarface. So Wesley in trying to rescue the Princess Bride slowly fights off all of those uh, supporting characters, as we're referring to him, mm-hmm. he he climbs up a cliff that they climbed up to chase after the princess, yes. and then has to face Inigo, the swordsman. Defeats him, doesn't kill him, just knocks him out because Wesley's a good guy. Then gets to the giant, Andre the giant, defeats him by just jumping on his back and like putting the sleeper hold basically on him, and then gets to uh, the guy who's not Paul Giamatti but looks like him and acts like him, <laughs> the inconceivable man, and he's supposed to be the smart guy, so it's like. It's the battle of wits. Yeah, battle of wits. And yeah. that's where the poison comes in. He puts it in two glasses of wine and like tricks him into drinking it. And it didn't matter which one because Wesley's Spoiler. immune. Yeah. Wesley is just like the ultimate babe. Like not only yeah. is yeah. he he's like really dreamy. athletic, he's very really dreamy. dreamy. And he also like is immune to poison. So if that's yeah. not what I want in a man, I don't yeah. know. What it is. You're looking for a guy who is immune to poison. <laughs> that's not so much to ask. The swordsman. <laughs> Dreamy blonde locks. How do you, uh, on dates, how do you weed out the people who are not immune to poison? Is that, is that, yeah, is that a first date question, second date? Or the is first it even a question? Is I mean, more if, of a test? If I don't like them, then yeah, I always carry on my ILK Jen, powder you, and I just okay. slip it in. Are you poisoning people on these dates? You know, I just have high <laughs> expectations and I just know he's out there. Is this like a, so where are you from? Also, how do you feel about poison? <laughs> I have, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. Are you good with it? I have a uh, full disclosure on like dating apps. You know how you have to put like a little bio. Mm-hmm. There was one time where I put my bio as like complete the phrase and it was stop rhyming. Now I mean it. That's oh. anybody want a peanut. And I probably got two responses, which is why I'm here to spread the word of this movie, because everyone should be able to complete that phrase. Now, with Google around, do you think that these people actually knew it or did they Google it? <sighs> did I just blow just your ruins mind? Everything. Yeah. You're ruining my great romance. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Did you go on dates with these people? Did they know the movie? I didn't, I didn't go on dates oh. with them. Yeah. No. Very skeptical. Because they Googled it and cheated. Yeah, it. definitely. I hope they didn't. I mean, I would hope not. But you never know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You didn't go out with these people anyway. That's true. They were probably jerks. Yeah. Unless it was you on the other line, just like trying to <laughs> just fuck with me. With yeah. Whoa! Oh, God. Plot twist. Revolu- revelations here. Revolutions. Revolutions. Anyway. Matrix. <laughs> Revol- revelations. What? Isn't that one? What? <laughs> the Matrix? What was the third Matrix movie? Did they have subtitles? They did, right? The Yeah. It Matrix just Reloaded. Matrix 2 or 3. Uh, Matrix, it. the third one. Matrix Revolutions. Was it really? Re- Revelations? I don't think it was Revelations. Write us in at overtalkingpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, if you know. Please we clearly it. don't. Jen, Revelations? I mean, I thought we could take some time to talk about like the sword fighting in this movie. Sure. Yeah? Yeah, there was a lot of great sword fighting. Um, yeah, props to the choreographer. 
Yeah, seriously. I mean, some good scenes. There were definitely some parts where it was obvious this was the stunt double doing all these backflips and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, overall, it was really good. It's uh, also obvious that they were landing on gym mats. Yeah, yeah. you could see a little bit of springing. Yeah, going they're on, like a really they're like soft landing. Yeah, yeah, they're around. They're on top of a cliff, so lots of like dirt and boulders. But then when they land, you can see all the dirt yeah. like flies up around them because they're clearly being sunken into the ground and exploding the dirt up. And yeah. I loved when they were doing those. Um, when they, they grabbed on like the horizontal bar and yeah, doing the spins just on it. like a gymnastics yeah, it's, gymnastics. it's got a lot of give to it because yeah. I'm sure these metal or wood or whatever stone yeah. things are. Yeah, well, yeah, to cover it up, they just put like two pieces of moss on it. We're like, oh, yeah. there, it's natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like an iron bar between Not these two stone bar. So pillars. Like, something that is to be said about this movie, it's kind of like, um, it's like an ugly Christmas sweater where it's just, it's so bad that it's good. And like, there are so many like obvious, like terrible special effects and it's just so good. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, make the movie any worse. Mm-mm. They get away with it. No. Makes yeah. it so much better. Although, like, all the sword fighting is real, like, and was rehearsed for a very long time. And, uh, yeah, that is yeah. super impressive. I'm sure. Yeah. Some funny parts, too. You guys ever tried sword fighting? I'm not. No. That'd I feel fun. like it'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know where you could possibly do that. It's got to be some sword fighting. Some, yeah. Like, in Chicago. I mean, I think it's called fencing, it would be probably right. what you sign up for. <laughs> Start there. Yeah. Sword fighting 101 classes. I don't want to fence. I want a sword fight. Would you, so you wouldn't wear the mask or anything? No mask. You mm-hmm. wouldn't, would you want like the thicker medieval swords instead of the little tiny like thin a broad fencing? sword or something? Oh, broadsword. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, this guy plays Zelda. A long here. sword. Yeah. Lots the of swords. Bigger on sword. <laughs> there it is. Master sword. Keep going. One more. Corkery sword. <laughs> Knew you had That's it just a wooden sword. Oh, lame. Is that the one he uses to practice? Hey, listen. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yep, that's the one he gets at the beginning. There's a small child in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Navi the fairy from Zelda. If Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry if I offended you. <laughs> Would you just toss away the fencing sword if they handed you it? Be like, this isn't, this won't do. This simply won't do. Yeah, high expectations. Uh, no, but it's it's one of my goals in life to become as good of a fencer as an ego. It's just really, oh boy, it's just really impressive. I, I think you probably would have had to get started on that. Like, he said he trained for twenty years well, since he was eleven years. I mean, old. I'm not dying tomorrow. Years, I can yeah. still do this, CJ. All right, stop doubting me. I'm just saying you, you, you me might want to get on that. When she's forty, like almost fifty. You can be probably just as good. I can do this, CJ. You'll be fighting off everybody in the retirement home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stand my ground. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, when they, retirement when they, home at fifty. When they take, when they steal your hard candies. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna like still be in good shape. Like, I feel like those are my crinkly wrapped candies. <laughs> do get away. Think, do you think that's like a, a generational thing, or do you think that's gonna be like? When we're that age, we're gonna like hard candies and butterscotch. Who doesn't like hard candies? I like hard candies. Yeah, but are you gonna keep like a bowl out? Like, I eat candy a lot now, so probably <laughs> is that the thing with like teeth? Is that is that have to do with? Oh, like, maybe yeah, because it's just they just suck on it. Yeah, you don't chew it. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> Crazy. I don't like butterscotch though. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a big fan. No, me neither. 
Mine would just be like Jen? your classic chocolates. Not a, I'm not a, a butterscotch person, but my grandmother always had uh, like lemon candies. Oh, I love them. Interesting. Candies. They're yeah. quite enjoyable. I like lemon. You were nice enough to bring us some uh, chocolate-covered almonds. Yeah. Those are tasty. Dark chocolate-covered almonds, yeah. So is that what you're going to have? Yeah, that and lemon candy is, you know. <laughs> it's an interesting mix. Sour and sweet? Mm. A little bit. Sweet and sour. It has to go in that order? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. First they're <laughs> sweet, then they're sour. Oh. I do love Sour Patch Kids. I don't like Sour Patch really? Kids. Really? Yeah. Sour candies, I think, might, like, besides chocolate, I think then sour candies. For I sure. Like I like sour candies. I don't like gummy anything. Really? So I don't Just like, at all? Because yeah. of how it, like, gets in your teeth? Yeah. It's, like, yeah, ugh, not like into it. sticky and, like... Yeah. Oh, that's like my favorite because sour. See? You got your sour patch kids. You got your zours. Yeah, I'm sure I would love those if they weren't gummy. I love warheads. This oh, would make a point. great like sword fight. <laughs> we fight up. over what candies are the what best, <laughs> which will become victorious. I'm defending sour patch kids is honor. Yep. And I'm defending warheads. I think that's why I enjoy sour beers. Mm. It's because I like candy so much that I also like sour beers. A lot of people think they're disgusting and like hate me because I like those. Really? Yeah. I actually don't mind those. There's I we were I was on a, a brewery tour in Milwaukee and the the like I forget what you call him the guy who brews the stuff brewmaster uh, flat out said that it like sour beers were like an abomination and all my friends like pointed at me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're tasty. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Speaking of beers. I was lucky enough to have a uh, Inigo Montoya beer the other week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super tasty. Uh, barrel-aged Yoda con leche. It's from the Five Rabbit Service Syria. Oh, that's brewery. great. It's got a, the Star Wars crossover, too, the Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, that's definitely what they were that's going nice. for. That's uh, nice. Brewery located in Bedford Park, Illinois. Oh. Uh, I was lucky enough to have this for free at a uh, bottle share event. Thanks to friend of the show, Jim Plackey, a couple weeks ago. Now, do you want to explain to listeners what a bottle share is? Uh, a bunch of people who actually know stuff about beer, so myself not included, uh, bring all these amazing beer bottles. They're, they're still full of beer, the bottles. Uh, they're usually unopened. <laughs> okay. And they, a bunch of empty good bottles. And it's yeah. a bunch of people who like drinking good beer gather in a place, and you all just share. So you just take, like, little two-ounce tastings, so you get to try like I th- I'm I think I counted and had like forty different beers hmm. during the span of like an afternoon evening. It was an all day drinking fest. But you got to pace yourself because these are like good beer, like you know eight percent stuff like that. Oh my! Yeah. Can you describe the Inigo Montoya beer? Um, I can't because this was towards the end of the night, <laughs> so I had already had several beers. The, I do remember though it being very tasty. And the bottle, it's like a fancy bottle. It has like the wax, red wax over the top. And then it even comes, it's called like, or it has on the label, it says like, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. Uh, And then there's a little yarn with like a plastic card uh, that comes with the bottle with a picture of Inigo Montoya. So I took that and took it home with me. Now, did the beer uh, avenge your father's death? Uh, No. That's a bummer. Yeah. It avenged my liver's death. It's good enough. Or I would think it would cause your liver's death. No, nah, I was in there fighting. Oh, okay. Fighting off the other beers that yep. were trying to kill it. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. That might have been like the very last beer I had that day. Topped it off with a good one. Yeah, hmm. end with a bang. Yeah. Let's check that out. Right now. Go. Why are you still here? Okay. I got a podcast to record. Where are you? Oh. 
Fine. Jen, you can go, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jen? Don't tell me what to do. Can you go get some? Get us some? Head to the nearest I'll uh, travel Benny's. through the fire forest and get Fire swamp, the Jen. Fire Come swamp. on. Oh, my God. This is your movie. Oh, man. I've screwed up. I believe it. And they called it a fire swamp. Why? Called a fire swamp because on the grounds there are random bursts of fire that just that he could somehow that kind of like a landmine was able to predict (laughs) based on some weird like clicking noises. He's just so in tune with nature. It's one of his many (laughs) traits. You know, is that another uh, trait you're looking for? Dashing. He's good at sword fighting. Dashing. Good (laughs) one with nature. Uh, Immune to poison. Can sense fire. (laughs) You got a decent list going so far. Yeah, those are pretty important. Yeah. Quali- pretty high qualities in a in a person to find. Sensing fire is amazing. So I mean, is, if you're is in it, your home and it, it catches on fire, he's really sensing you up and move you to a place where there's not fire. Sensing fire or sensing the clicking noise that the fire sensing, sensing fire anticipation TJ, of fire on. is that just included? I think you're in a little it? jealous of Wesley. Of course I am. <laughs> the man's a stud. He's got it all. But to be honest, like, he's not, like, my favorite guy in the movie. Oh? Oh. No. Who and is? Who is? Oh, wait. Is it, wait. I'm going to guess Humperdinck. I'm going to guess. For sure. The grandfather. That's your favorite which, guy. Which grandfather? The, the king? <laughs> the king yes. is really funny. The, the king. king's actually, no, yeah. Not the he's king. pretty the adorable. The king is kind of senile and, like, doesn't yeah. really understand what's going on. The king's yeah. not a grandfather yet. He's just a father. That's true. No, my favorite character is, it's Fezzik. It's Andre the Giant. Oh. I think he's, like, the best one. You, That's true. Do you go for someone you can't understand? Is that yes? Okay. Yes. He doesn't need to be understood. He says it all with his his yeah. body language. That's true. I love with him. His ador- He's adorability. Just, yeah, adorability. That's a word, right? Real word. Um, no, oh, I love him just because he's. He's kind of like misunderstood and he, you know, he's like really big and he yeah. thinks like he doesn't have it all together, but he has a big heart. And he's, he's such a, a sweetheart. He's a really good friend. And like him and Inigo are just like the two best friends that there ever were. Yeah, and, that uh, is true. I'm jealous of their relationship. Yeah. You were talking a bit about that before we watched it. Yeah. So you're, would you consider, so are you the Inigo in this relationship of your long lost friend that you haven't found? Hmm, I could see that. No, You're looking I'm Fezzik I'm because I'm a huge giant. Okay. Oh, you so you're are the giant. Fezzik. So you're, oh, okay. you're looking for your inigo. Yeah, I'm looking for my inigo. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I would settle for either. But uh, no, I like, I just, I, I think like Fezzik is such a nurturing soul. Like he has some like feminine qualities in him and like. You know, he helps Inigo when he's, like, super drunk, and he, like, cures his hangover by making him soup and, like, dunking his head in water, like... Yeah, we really call him that curing the hangover. <laughs> just, yeah, why Why does it need to be cured? Why do you just wait? He doesn't yeah. have time to wait. He has to avenge his father. That's true. Dunking him in alternating hot and cold water. It worked. Is that what it was? I was wondering. One was steaming, and then one oh, okay. was not steaming. So I didn't catch on to that. that but. It seemed like it worked. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He popped up. Sobered up real quick. Super quick. Yeah. Or just knows how to balance very well. Pull it off. Hmm. Maybe he was still a little buzzed throughout the adventure. I hope so. You hope so? Maybe that's what led him... uh, uh, Another spoiler. He did it. He pulled it off. He avenged his father's death. Whoa! As if you didn't see that coming. No one saw it. That's the thing about like this movie. It yeah. has all the predictability. Like you can call everything that happens, but it doesn't ruin it. Yeah. It's still a, a fantastic film. There, I gave away what I thought about it. Okay. Do you Jen, want to ask me what I think about it? No, Jen. Uh, <laughs> you you had a shh, shut up. Wait, hey, Jen. Hey. Uh, you said you had a uh, trivia question for us, so yeah. I think it's time to play. Hey, did you do it? Lay it on us. 
Okay. Um, well, when they were originally casting this movie, um, Vizzini, who is the short like leader of the bumbling idiots. The uh, alter ego Paul Giamatti. Yes. Uh, he was not the original pick. Oh. Do you have any guesses for who they were? Paul Giamatti. Ken? Um, oh, hold on. Polly Shore. Ooh, <laughs> that, that would have been great. would have been yes. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but sadly, no. Oh. No, it was, uh, it was Danny DeVito. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. He would have pulled it off. Yeah, I think that would have been fine. Would have been funny. It's yeah. hard. Short, bald guy. It's hard for me. Uh, I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he's in that show. It's hard for me now to, like, remember his pre it's always sunny days yeah because he becomes a disgusting monster in that show and it's hard to remember like oh yeah he used to be like he's been in a lot of movies and stuff co-starred with uh uh arnold arnold schwarzenegger yeah yep who also that's another fun fact the alternative yeah to fezzik was going to be arnold schwarzenegger but this was a really obvious obviously a very low budget film and they couldn't afford arnold oh man so like i don't know if i would have liked that more or not yeah you would have been able to understand everything he was saying though what what have i that's true actually (laughs) (laughs) it's like it is not a tumor (laughs) hello lady girly man girly man pump iron iron Yeah. Sit back down. And actually, Jesus. the other pick for Fezzik was Ken. You would have been cast instantly. I would have been great. <laughs> Listen, is right in if you like that. Spot on. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't he, know you had that in you. Can we just take a moment? <laughs> that was really impressive. Good job, Ken. Uh, I don't think he would have been nearly uh, as good as Fe- Fezzik, Fezzik as Andre the Giant. No, Andre just has that like... Arnold's not adorable. No. Yeah. And he's like more, you know, muscly. Andre the Giant's just like a big dude. Well, when you see Arnold, like you think like he's going to kick your butt. When, But when you see Andre the Giant, you're like, he's just going to hug me. Yeah, yeah, I just want a big hug from that it's guy. just yeah. a Hodor. I want him to like carry me around and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I wouldn't really want to mess with history like that. Like, who knows what would have happened if we went back and changed some of these casting calls. I mean. That's true. Yeah. Maybe Hillary Clinton would have won. It's a scary thought. Would Arnold <laughs> have still become? <laughs> would Arnold still have become the governor? Who knows? I don't know that. Do you know that? I think that would have helped his credibility. Hey, if you were in the press. <laughs> I think it would have helped his credibility to become the governor if he was. In- yeah, yeah, that dude's in Princess Bride. Of course, he should be governor. Yeah. Maybe the not Paul Giamatti guy should run for or Andre. Oh, rest in peace, Andre. Um, poor guy. 93. Passed in 93. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. In, in 93 or he was 93? In 93. Oh, okay. Okay. I actually thought you, he you were saying no, yeah, he would like, possibly he is be not that close to me. Yeah, I was he like, passed, I thought he died young-ish. No, 1993. Okay. Yeah. Did he have giantitis or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm assuming he had some sort of complications from being that know, large. I don't know how he passed, but... I, th- I think that is right, though, actually. Yeah. yeah. So Something with. That was sad. Yeah. Poor guy. So adorable. Yeah. Did I mention that? I think so. Arnold, not adorable. Mm-mm. Andre the Giant, adorable. Yeah, hard pass. I'm so cuddly. Come cuddle with me. It's like you're trying to eat the microphone <laughs> when you do that. 
<laughs> is there anybody that you think could have matched Wesley? That dude's just perfect for that role. Which oh. one's Wesley? The main dude? Oh. <laughs> um, Arnold that Schwarzenegger. Guy? No. I don't know if they had any alternates. I'm just him. saying in general. Do you yeah. think anyone would have stood I don't think so. I mean, he's great. He's, he's perfect. Perfect. Like, princely, but not a prince uh, character. Perfect prince. Yeah. Hmm. If you could cast any of the guests on this show as Wesley. Oh, man. Because I think I might cast, like, Matt. Yeah, I could okay. see that. Yeah. I would cast Cameron in Andre the Giant's part. For sure. You know I feel like Cameron oh. could have been a really good, um, like, Magic Max, though. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. So. The Billy Crystal character. Bill, who is... That's fan- true. He is fantastic. Yeah, he is very... And also says one of the best lines in the movie, which is, have fun storming the castle. Classic line, yes. It's classic. You gotta wait when you say it. Oh, sorry. You can't see me, but I'm waiting. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. Yeah, and uh, we wouldn't... Wesley would not have survived without Billy Crystal. He's the one that brings him back from the almost dead. Yep. Right? Did I get that line right? Yeah. Near, a, he was nearly dead. Nearly dead. Nearly dead. With a chocolate-coated pill. And while we were watching that part, we ate uh, some chocolate-covered almonds, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. Yeah. And we yeah. all came back from the nearly dead. Yeah. That's right. I knew you guys were on the, the cusp of no, death, we so I saved you. All right, so the the end of the movie uh, accelerates quicker than the beginning, and I think, like... A lot of the fun moments happen at the end. At right? the end, yeah. With their, their like plan to yeah, where storm they the like castle. they storm the castle and they go in, in full force, which starts with uh, you know using Andre the Giant. Uh, he's pretending to be the the Dread Pirates Roberts, and they literally light him on fire. Yeah, that was that was a scene where I was, I was for him. struggling to hear what he was saying. Oh yeah, I couldn't. There's flames and lots of flames. stuff that you couldn't yeah. understand them. Lots of crazy special effects. Yeah, yeah, if that's what you want to call. It. I mean, he was lit on fire. That's a pretty cool special effect. Yeah, except when they were far away, it was clearly not him anymore. Yeah, no. it was a mask and the like cut out or something. something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. But you know, they eventually get into the castle, and Anigo, you know, faces the six-fingered man and is preparing to kill him. And the six-fingered man just sprints away because he's yeah. a coward. Which I is always great. love that part. Yeah. He's surrounded by like six guards, and he go swiftly takes out all the guards. One it's just for him each standing finger. there. Such a um, well done. And then they're in the, the, the stance of they're ready to fight. And then he runs away. Because yeah. he's a coward. Yeah. But, he, you know, he finally faces him and he delivers, you know, his famous line. Mm-hmm. My name is Aniko Montoya. You killed my father. You forgot the hello. Hello. I was thinking about it when we were watching it. I was like, that's such a classic line from the movie. Hello. My name is Aniko Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And then, but then he like, so he starts yelling it at the guy to really yes. intimidate him. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, it's getting kind of weird that it starts with like a friendly greeting. Hello. That's a like, fun. Hi, this is my name. That's a fun quirk. Hello. That's a fun quirk of this movie, though. Is like whenever like death is on the line, they're very polite about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the beginning sword fight on like the cliffs of insanity. An eagle lets you know Wesley climb up the mountain before it just like cutting the rope and breath. letting him die. He's yeah. like, oh please, like take a rest, like yeah. pull yourself off before I kill you because I'm a respectful guy. Yeah. So that nice. The nice friendly banter between them. Yeah. And even when, even when he was fighting Andre the Giant, too. They were, like, talking throughout the entire thing. Yeah. They're just nice guys. Yeah. You know? All around good group of guys. Great pals. Hello. My name is Inigo Matoya. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. You killed my father. Oh, shit. Prepare to die. Oh, uh, what? And then that's the part where you run away. <laughs> 
and then even tortures the guy being like give me all the money and the guy's like pleading for his life and still kills him just embarrass him that was badass that was badass after he had already been stabbed in the stomach which they kind of like don't really get cut back to <laughs> like Inigo got a little sword a dagger thrown yep. into his gut yeah I was surprised I mean he was near death at one point and then all of a sudden he was just okay for the rest of the movie yeah he they keeps all... going because like you know the the love he has for his father just he did it keeps after going. 20 years yeah only 20 years yeah. six fingered man he kills him and then they all jump out a window it's and ride to the rescue <laughs> the dude's like gut is bleeding That's and he jumps out a window yeah. into Andre the Giant's arms. Yeah, Fezzik, what a lovely moment. Fezzik finds these four white horses, and they all and jump out and ride off on their horses. Yeah. After saving the princess, of course. Of course. We, of course. A horse, skip. of course. Oh, boy. Four we white briefly, horses, of course. Briefly skipped over that part that he saves the princess. That's the part that's but predictable. Like, no one really cares about the princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, again. like yeah. Even though the entire movie is about saving her, kind of a minor character. And like the further you get into the movie, the more you're just like, I don't like this girl. You By the way, like all? Uh, CJ found that uh, the princess was played by, uh, if you've seen House of Cards, it was uh, Claire, uh, Claire Underwood. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Kevin Spacey's wife. Yeah. Yep. She still got it. Definitely a much better role for her, I would feel like. Much, yeah. She could actually use her acting chops instead of this movie. <laughs> That's true. Did you, did you watch that show? I think I gave up after like season two. Yes, I have not finished the current season, but which one's that? How many are they? It's the fifth one now. Fifth? Yeah. Wow. I I just got give up on so many shows. I don't know what it is. New ones come out that I that piqued my interest. Yeah, still don't understand why you gave up on uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones. I could not get into Game of Thrones. Really? Oh, so so you just flat out like weren't a fan. I just kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. No, I watched the fur the pilot episode, and I was just like, oh, a little scary. It's little... scary. So you gave up after the pilot episode? I didn't, I didn't like it. <sighs> See, I gave up because I just forgot about it, and then I went back to it, and I was like, I don't remember any of these I don't, thirty characters. I don't have a high like scare and like gore tolerance you know uh, is that show very gory the pilot episode isn't there like fighting like right in the beginning they behead someone pretty early on yeah i'm not into oh uh, gotcha not for me okay see i don't remember any of it still yeah there's like, a dragon lady <laughs> khaleesi did i get that right khaleesi okay so jen out of one to ten i probably know the answer already how do you rate this movie uh 25,000. Yep, there it is. Yeah. CJ? There it is. This, this is a great movie. Like, it, it holds up. Like you said, I remember seeing this as a kid. It's one of my parents' favorite movies, so that probably helps, too, that I've seen it a bunch. I Yeah, I'm thinking, like, a, a 9 out of 10. 9? I don't, I don't know what a 10... Like, What's that's that true. Other? I don't know what the perfect movie is. I'm always afraid to rate, like, something it, a 0 or a 1 or a 10. Because I don't know what that means. Go with what you feel, man. Fine. Nine and a half. <laughs> Dang. All right. Stabbed it's up there. It's a classic. It's still not it, a 10, but... It, it doesn't get old. I love quoting it still. Like, it's great. Nice. It's an all-around good movie. What about you, Ken? Ken? So I did like this movie, and Jen, for some reason, thought I didn't after watching it with me. Uh, however, I will not rate it that high. It's okay. I, I do like it, but um, I just want to explain for my scale, anything over a 5 is good. It's a good movie. Uh, this movie is a 6.5 for me. 
I might have to sword fight. <laughs> and you just lost Jenna as a friend. Yeah, I guess so. Well, with that friendship ending, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Jen. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for being my friend, Jen. <laughs> so long. Ken. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go watch that movie if you haven't seen it. Yes. Although we probably should have done that before. Yeah. Oops. This. I mean, it's still good. It's still be enjoyable. Yeah. Even though, like I said, like it's predictable anyways. You're, you're kind of going to know, but that doesn't take away from the movie. It's still good. Yeah. It's still you good. still sticking with that six out of ten rating? Um, would you say six and a half? I, I think it's six and a half. Yeah, I'll stand by that. That's fine. I, I, so, I mean, I, I love, my horror movies are gotta be above this okay. for me. I don't know. Do they? Yeah. Why? Because I, I love horror movies. So it doesn't mean you can't also like this. You can like I do more like than this. one thing. I just. You only six and a half like it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fine. It wasn't like a four and a half. I mean. Oh, God forbid. Whew. Well, if you want to write in the show and yell at Ken for putting a poor rating and tell him he's wrong, oh, no. you can email us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail, and we'll probably play it on the show. Mm-hmm. You can reach us at usaa at 1591. So easy to remember. Usaa at 1591. That's 872-228-1591. It sounds like, a, like someone with like a stutter. Like, us uh, us uh, at... at. <laughs> Also, like a handle because there's an at in there somewhere. Speaking, Speaking of, of handles, handles, you can hit us up at Overtalking Pod. That was not planned. <laughs> Overtalking Pod on all the things Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. And we have to do this because the Overtalking Overlords are on our asses about this. But guys, do the thing that Ken says. Yes, please. If you like this podcast, and I hope you do, why wouldn't you? Please rate and especially review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. Uh, reviews are what help people find this podcast. Click those stars. Hit that subscribe button. Do the things. Do the things. And as we always say, Hello! Hello. My name my is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Bye! Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Jen. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. And as we always say, Mowage. I don't remember the rest of the quote. Is what brings us here together. Mowage. Mowage. And as we always say, Anybody want a peanut? That was not close. And as we always say, yeah, yeah, yeah.